Hey, welcome to the Pretty AF Podcast. I'm Asli Maslow, a brand coach, speaker, author, marketer, and the founder of Pretty AF and the Babel Boutique. I help entrepreneurs going from living paycheck to paycheck in a job they hate to thriving in a career and life they love. This is your place to learn from me and other entrepreneurs that are Pretty AF inside and out. We get into how to create income doing what you love while finding balance between your wellness, beauty, travel, and philanthropy. If you're ready to get inspired and have actionable steps to build the life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Just take a day off. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. I know people say, grind, grind, grind. You gotta go, 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 go. Scary Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, give yourself rest. You know, no matter if you're working full time or you're not, you're full time in your business, give mm-hmm. yourself rest. Because yeah. you're you're not going to be good within your business if you, you don't give yourself what you need in that self-care. Mm-hmm. So back to that. That's one of the number one things that I really hone in on is just listen to yourself and rest. (laughs) Welcome back to the Pretty AF Podcast. I'm your host, Asley Maslow, and that clip was from today's guest, my dear friend, Cynthia. Cynthia is the creator behind the blog, The Creativity Journey. She's also a full-time mom, graphic designer, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. This is one of my favorite episodes so far because we go deep on one of my favorite topics, following your dreams. We get specific on how to do it without feeling like you have to give two weeks and make something work or you're going to be homeless. Cynthia also shares her best tips in beauty, business, and life. I can't wait for you to hear all the gold that's in this episode, so let's get into it. I started uh, about almost 20 years ago in the graphic design field, just, you know, started entry level right out of college and built my way up. I've always done graphic design or anything creative related in my um, employment Mm -hmm. and um, 2020 will be my 20th year in the industry yeah it's a long time (laughs) I can't believe it (laughs) I'm like where did the time go (laughs) that's kind of scary but yeah so so I've been doing that about 20 years and I'm still currently in the field and just in that position in life where I'm looking to go different directions. Mm. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at in my career. Any other things that are going on? There's so much stuff going on <laughs> that, you know, I have a mom brain too. So <laughs> <laughs> any ladies out there who can relate to the mom brain, it's just a constant fog. You have a lot of ideas and you forget about them in the five minutes later. <laughs> so, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about some of the different projects you're working on? Sure. Right now, uh, I have a few things going on. Besides working full-time, I do still work full-time. Um, and I'm, like I mentioned, I have a little boy. I'm a full-time worker, part-time, full-time, 24-hour mom. <laughs> you know, we fit it in, schedule also, I have a blog called The Creativity Journey, and basically that blog is about kind of my journey and having women relate to that in all walks of life. It, it started off as just like, 
oh, you know, it's for women for the ages of, you know, 40, which, you know, around my age, I, I won't give you the details <laughs> because my birthday is Monday this coming Monday. So oh, cool. happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. 40 <laughs> something. <laughs> but I, I kind of found that a little limiting because I felt like the creativity journey could be for anybody any woman looking to just start a different path in their life. Yeah. And I found that not only women relating, you know, around my age range, uh, but there was also women in their 20s, 30s, 60s, you know. <laughs> so it, it, it's something that's going on everywhere, and it's not just a certain age group. So I decided to not necessarily niche it towards a certain age range I wanted to be you know open to everybody because some of the things that I talk about everybody can relate to in mm -hmm. some form or another so it's a, a little bit of your creativity journey and um, so I also building my Etsy slowly but surely I like <laughs> to do craft projects and um, that kind of ties into the blog even though the blog mentions Etsy mm -hmm. but still being cultivated it's more or less like I'm just talking about my ups and downs, my highlights and a little bit of DIY and what I'm working on now, what I'm not working on. So mm -hmm. it, it's a little bit of everything. It, I'm kind of honing in on where I'm taking it, as yeah. I say. So I, I guess I would call it more of a lifestyle kind of journey blog. Mm -hmm. Okay. So part of what makes Pretty AF different is we focus on what makes people pretty AF on the inside, um, which includes philanthropy. So can you talk a little bit about ways that you give back and what makes you want to give back? Sure, absolutely. One of the biggest ways of giving back, not only on, you know, like a chari charity organization, which I do strongly have a few that I, I care about, like Susan G. Komen Breast Cancer Foundation. They helped me when I was in my 20s and I I was between jobs and I didn't have any insurance and I had to go in for, you know, your lady annual checkup thing. And mm -hmm. they helped me because I didn't have any money and the nurse had found something in my breast. Oh. And she said, well, you should probably go um, get an ultrasound just to make sure. And I said, I, I can't because I don't have any money. I don't have insurance. So yeah. she said, don't worry about it. Just fill out this application. It's for student G. Komen. And then they'll, they should take care of you. So I did, and they absolutely took care of me. And mm. from that day on, whenever I possibly can, I like to donate, whether it's somebody doing a walk or I'll just donate straight through. Because that's very important to me because my biological grandmother I never met on my dad's side, she passed away at age 36 of breast cancer. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it, I, I think it's one of those things It's like I... I have a tie to it and I feel like I, I need to give back in that way because they helped me yeah. where is my grandmother, she wouldn't have been able to get help back then. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the things that's very important to me. And also um, I like to give back in the way of just being there for people who are going through things or just need to talk. I, I've always been told I'm a great listener. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The advice part, you know, I, I, I do my best. I try I try to just be impartial and just listen to what people have to say and 
you know, give suggestions where I can and some words of wisdom to anyone that needs to hear some things because that's the one thing it's hard to get nowadays. It's just people to talk and converse about things that are going on in their life. And it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to trust people because you don't really know who to give your heart out to. Yeah. So I'm always that kind of person to feel like, you know, if you want to talk about something, just come talk to me. I'm here for people and I have a big heart. I try to be you know, the best person I can be, extend my arms out, <laughs> give it a choke hold, but, no. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's, that's important too, because it's with the day and age of technology and we're all in our social media and we're, we, we don't feel connected as we used to, mm-hmm. Back then, you know, we just talk. Um, now it's a little bit harder. We have to schedule it or plan it and, or we'll just talk through our texting or, you know, Facebook or whatever, and it's not that real connection. So mm-hmm. I like to have that real connection with people. Yeah, and I can definitely attest to that. We've definitely had a lot of long talks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's awesome because I I really appreciate that. You know, the time we you know did talk together at work yeah. and everything. It's like I could finally find somebody I can relate to and that was the mm-hmm. awesome thing about our relationship it's it was kind of like I don't know where I'm at here and then you started talking about blogging and you know being an entrepreneur and I was like oh my god I love the same thing she likes <laughs> <laughs> yeah I gotta hang out this lady <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, I think it's really important and especially if you connect with other people mm-hmm. um, that have uh, similar you know, interests like that, I I think it's really important to stay connected. Definitely. And I think you're really good at that because I know a lot of people, because I left the company that you're at, I know a lot of people after that point, like they kind of would just stop talking, but I feel like you're very good at like keeping that connection. Yeah, I I do my best. I I, I, I don't know if it's a Scorpio thing or whatever. Um, I don't know, we're kind (laughs) of weird. (laughs) we have multiple types of friends and everything Mm -hmm. and I'm an introverted Scorpio which is another weird thing because they're supposed to be known for being like we're wild and free spirited yeah free spirited I just like it per person (laughs) (laughs) the group setting it's like ah I need to go run into my room oh yeah (laughs) I I like more like one to three people versus like a large group I feel the same way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what's, what's your sign again? I'm a Libra. Oh, oh that's right. You yeah. said birthday not that long ago. October I think related. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, that's my mom's sign. And um, I get along with her so much. And mm-hmm. it's just one of those things. But then her birthday is on the October 18th. And mine is November 18th. So we have that oh. weird 18 connection. Yeah. <laughs> It's just through some numerology in there. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to jump into your best pretty AF tips. Do you have a number one tip for beauty? My personal tip for beauty, whether it's inside or out, um, are you, do you mean like health or health beauty or? Whatever you want. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Is to, it's like the biggest, simplest thing, but it's kind of hard and I get it. It's getting sleep. Mm. Yeah. 
sleep is so so important and anyone you know whether you have a kid or not just having especially if you're, you're working on a business or you're just doing side projects or anything mm-hmm. and you're getting into it and you before you realize you're like three four hours into it and you should be really getting sleep mm-hmm. it's important just to take care of yourself in that way because I find that when I'm not at my best it's because I, I didn't get enough sleep and I spent the night trying to you know work on my business and then I look at it the next day and I'm like did I just write that now I gotta delete that stuff <laughs> none of it makes any sense because <laughs> I'm too tired <laughs> yeah um yeah and just the self-care is like my biggest thing get exercise when you can drink lots mm-hmm. of water um I, I don't wear a lot of makeup. I just wear lipstick. You can mm-hmm. thank my dad for that because he used to <laughs> drill you where you're wearing makeup. That. Um, so <laughs> the natural beauty thing is my thing. And, you know, just take care of yourself. It's more more important than anything, just that internal self-care, however that, whatever that means to that person. I like that you mentioned to kind of listen to yourself when you're tired because I know a lot of times like you don't even or at least I don't even stop and think like oh wow I'm really tired right now you know you're just like going and like working 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 so I think that's a good tip to listen to what your body needs absolutely over the years of just working and just doing just different things it's one of those things is listen to your body it never steers you wrong our head is more stronger and it it screams louder mm-hmm. of what thinks you should do, but the body is always that inner voice, whether it's like you feel something in your tummy is just not right. I get it in mm-hmm. my stomach and like stress and I feel like, oh my God, I need to get away from this situation or, you know, I don't want to do this thing anymore or whatever it is. Just yeah. listen to that. It's, it's so important because it, it just really, it won't steer you wrong. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So what is your number one business tip? My number one business tip is one of the things a lot of people say is never give up. Mm. That is very true. (laughs) (laughs) Never give up. Um, I've started businesses in the past and when I was younger, you know, I would open up a freelance design or whatever. And those days I would probably say I quit too soon. Mm instead of just going with it. Um, I know it's hard because people say, well, I've been doing this for so many years or doing this for this amount of time and I don't see any, you know, changes or I don't see any progress. I just say, just don't give up, but it's okay to pivot Mm -hmm. if that certain thing isn't working out. Yeah. It's all right. Just, you know, turn left instead Mm -hmm. of straight or turn right. It's just, and also it goes back to listening to your instinct because just because you're like focused and you really, really want it to work, you kind of have to step back a little bit and say, okay, this isn't working. Let me look at why and let me take action from there. Whether mm-hmm. that's, oh, I, you know, I'm blogging and I'm not getting any responses, I'm not getting comments, or I'm not getting, you know, any people are connecting with me, or I have a tiny email list. Just, look at a different way of thinking of it and just another tip people say is just give 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 they say the value is not only you know just hey look what I'm doing the value is 
look what I have to offer you and mm-hmm. here is what I offer you free and then just give your heart out and then your tribe will come yeah so I'm learning about that a lot too just you know find your tribe and give them what they want and that never steers you wrong because you don't have to really push 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 it's it'll come naturally and it, patience too yeah, that's a big thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta work on that for myself. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I I try not to think about time and like, oh, it has to be a certain time frame because everybody's situation is different. Everybody's journey is different. Mm-hmm. And even though we're all on a similar journey where we're, you know, we're either trying to be an entrepreneur or we're trying to advance in our career or do a different career or whatever it is, we can't compare to what that other person's doing that we see because like they say that overnight success took how many years? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like 10 years plus or five years plus or whatever it took that person, but their situation could be different. They, they might have a lot more time in the day to work on things Mm they might not have kids or they have a supportive family they might not have a supportive family um you just have to look at your situation in yourself and what's around you and then try to just mold your life around it whatever that looks like i can give you like a typical day for me to kind of yeah about okay yeah just kind of talk about like what I do and how I do it Mm -hmm. and so it's not like I'm at the point where I'm like I'm burning out and I want to stop so (laughs) (laughs) so what I'll do is I work full-time of course and so I'll just work my shift then I come home and my home time is dedicated to my son Mm. Um, and I try to get him at a bed you know at a good time so it can be from like 6 p.m to 9 p.m or 10 p.m. if he's wired. Yeah. <laughs> and then once I get him in that point, I'll go to bed. I've already had my planned out what I was going to work on. So I'm not thinking like, well, what am I going to do tonight mm. on my you know, business? I have a little calendar race board on my wall that says, okay, tonight I'm going to blog. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow I'm going to Etsy. And mm. then the next day I'm going to do both. Or <laughs> <laughs> no, it, It's already planned and then I can pivot if I need to. And then I'll, I'll set a day or two to just rest where I'm like, okay, I'm going to just take a day off. And it, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I know people say, grind, grind, grind. You got to go, 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 go. Scary me. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, give yourself rest. You know, no matter if you're working full-time or you're not, you're full-time in your business, give mm-hmm. yourself rest. Because yeah. you're you're not going to be good within your business if you, you don't give yourself what you need in that self-care. Mm-hmm. So back to that that's one of the number one things that I really hone in on is just listen to yourself and rest yeah (laughs) so what is your number one life tip my number one life tip hmm (laughs) (laughs) anyway (laughs) I had to think about that question (laughs) when I got it um I told you I was gonna babble (laughs) (laughs) but uh, my number one life tip I guess kind of goes back to just listen to yourself but also just believe in yourself yeah um I've always had self-esteem issues always and I I suffered with um really severe anxiety in my 20s and I didn't believe in myself and I I did a lot of horrible things um that I'm not proud of 
Mm-hmm. But looking back, it was just, you know, it was part of the learning experience. I had to experience those in order to grow. Mm-hmm. It was more or less just I didn't think of myself as worthy of anything, and I didn't think I deserved anything. So the people around me uh, were influenced by my thoughts. Mm-hmm. So I would attract that type of, of people who didn't care about themselves or, yeah. you know, with, like drinking drugs or whatever. So I just, over time, I just had to learn to just build the confidence in whatever way I saw that or whatever that meant to me. Mm-hmm. And that basically was just, you know, getting out of my comfort zone, trying not to be worrying about situations and just go with the flow, listening to that inner voice when things were right and listening to them when they weren't right. Um, so over the years, it from that point now, I look mm-hmm. back and I'm like, okay, that Cynthia had to go through those things. She had to learn those lessons and she had to strive um, to get where she's at today. And I'm still on the journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so listening to my own advice, it's just keep going, don't give up and just believe in yourself and don't don't let anybody tell you how to live that's another thing because we're all influenced by the people around us our parents Mm -hmm. you know they lived a different generation they have different ideas about what people should do your peers it's it's all up to you because nobody's going to nobody's going to push you to where you need to go we all have to push ourselves and I learned that the hard way because I always sought approval mm-hmm. and I had to figure out, you know, I don't need to seek approval. I have to find the approval within me to do something yeah, and not, you know, over explain it and say, oh, well, I'm doing this and this and that and this and that and this and that. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Then that's for me to go ahead and do it. It's more of like, okay, Cynthia, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, let's figure out how to do it. So number one tip is just listen to yourself and um don't give up just don't do you have any tips on how to kind of change that mindset because like I know the last time I spoke at an event I talked a lot about that I believed you could do whatever you wanted and if you like had a dream in your heart like to just chase it and after I was done speaking a girl came up to me And she was like, do you really believe that? And I was like, believe what? And she was like, that people can be whatever they want to be. And I was like, I was kind of baffled because I always grew up believing that. And like, my mom always told me that, like, you can be whatever you want to be. So that was kind of just like, it was always my mindset. So for someone that doesn't have that mindset, like you're saying, you didn't. Do you have any tips on kind of how you can start shifting your mindset? Um, yeah, absolutely. One of the things that I started doing in my early 30s was just reading books and books. It, was, it wasn't it was more of like um, career or business or any of that stuff. It was more kind of like a spiritual thing. Mm. And this is going to look different for everybody, but I was just trying to find who, what, what who was I and mm-hmm. what, what, things were important to me so I started looking for you know just spiritual healing books and listening into more of my um, intuition 
So back in those days, I had a more, a little bit more relaxed job. So I had uh, four days off. Mm-hmm. So kind of part-time, it was full-time and part-time thing. So I would spend those extra days just sitting by myself and just absorbing these books and kind of just getting the knowledge that I need to say, you know, I am worthy of things and I am, can be confident and just seeking out like-minded people really mm. help yeah because it is a lonely world out there and you you can get caught up in all the negativity all the things that you absorb especially if you're like a you know empathetic to people and you you really hone in on people's feelings and if you're always around people who are always negative and not happy about things or mm-hmm. positive it's you kind of have to shift your way away from that and the same like your mom my mom always said you know you can be whatever you want to be and follow your dreams if you want to be an artist well just figure out how you can do that or whatever you want to do but in the end of the day I had to believe that within myself so it Mm. it takes some years of cultivating and like I said just put yourself around things that are positive and that are going to influence you and that also means just like people that you see already doing it Mm -hmm. even though you never meet them just look at their life and look at the struggles they went to through because they probably went through something similar or they had their your their own story everybody has their story Mm -hmm. so the girl who came up to you I would guess I would tell her, I don't know what you want to do with your life. That's that's basically totally up to you. But I, all I can tell you is just seek whatever it is you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, go out there and be around people who believed in themselves and never took anything like no for an answer or said no okay then I I quit Mm -hmm. Uh, she probably maybe I don't know had people to say oh no don't do that you don't want to do that why waste your time Mm -hmm. it doesn't make any sense Um, just surround yourself with like-minded people I think that's the the biggest tip I can give yeah (laughs) yeah I definitely agree with that I know one of the things that I did when I started thinking about starting a lifestyle blog because it's something I wanted to do for a long time but I didn't really know how to do it. I started looking at other people that created a lifestyle blog from scratch themselves and kind of seeing their stories. I think that even more so made me realize like well if this person did it and like they started they didn't start with a following or anything like there's no reason that I can't do it too. Exactly. Um, yeah, you know, and you know, I remember I was telling you, I, I was taking two courses, one, um, but well, actually both of them, they're really hone in on find that particular niche. Mm-hmm. And that project was really hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> because I said, well, my niche, I guess, would be me, because they said, who's your audience? Who are you talking to? And the person that I wrote down, the lady I wrote down, sounded like me. Yeah. And the that lady who is me is kind of, I wouldn't say all over the place, but she has a lot of 
different things she's interested in mm-hmm. and it's kind of hard just to hone in on one pain point or a certain pain point this person is having because I mean I'm trying to figure it out still on my own um so that's why I just said you know I'm just gonna go with this journey the creativity journey yeah and you know it's gonna evolve it's not gonna be the same next year it'll evolve into something similar but you have to start somewhere and that's why it's kind of like okay test what you're doing but continue what you're doing Mm -hmm. like you know like yours it's it's very it's not it's not niche but it's people glam onto it because you have the different topics like inside and out beauty Mm -hmm. you have different kind of products that you like and use Mm -hmm. you know you have your your own brand um and you you know you tell your story you, you you talk about some really you know intimate things that someone else could relate to yeah and I, I think that's really important um mm-hmm. I, I kind of, I agree with you with the lifestyle thing I I don't think my thing fits in a niche type well this is you know <laughs> <laughs> this is this person and this is the person you have to solve their pain point and it's like okay but then what after that yeah. I'm gonna write the book or okay I've solved your pain point but now what Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah that's why a big reason why I always focus on building a personal brand and I always feel like if it's your own thing like that's kind of the best way to go because I followed people that were say an Instagram expert but then once I felt like I understood Instagram like there was no reason for me to follow them anymore and like their posts right. were like then boring to me because I was like I know like stop saying the same thing over and over again. <laughs> right, right, exactly. But if you're right. a lifestyle brand, you can pivot into all the different things that you're interested in, and someone else like is probably going to keep following you because it's Cause, still relevant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're following you mm-hmm. and what you're what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, well, should I do like a graphic design um, blog? But girl, I've been doing this for 20 <laughs> years. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it already. It's like, yeah, I love to do it, but I don't I, I don't want to teach it. Yeah. I, all the stuff that I would talk about, you can find on YouTube for free. So it's kind of like a point. Um, <laughs> so yeah, definitely. I, I like the personal brand thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's eventually once the creativity journey kind of is at a, a level where, okay, I've got a, a really good, strong audience and I got a, a good following that I can take them on my journey and we can all collaborate together. Mm-hmm instead of me just talking about the stuff I want to talk about what they like and what they want to do and Mm -hmm. what they would like to see I'm doing that appeals more to me too versus here I'm teaching you this thing and (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's all you needed for me okay (laughs) okay bye (laughs) (laughs) I mean I could I, I really could but I mean at the same time it's like I, if you're going to put all your heart and effort into something and your mm-hmm. time, put it into something that just appeals to you. Otherwise, it's kind of like, um, you know, is it worth it? 
Yeah, I definitely agree with that because at one point I was trying to just be a social media expert online since that's what my what I was trained in, what my job was in. Yeah. Um, but I never wanted to work on it because I was like, this is so boring. I don't want to do yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And it's like, you, you almost second guess yourself. You're thinking, well, should I do this because I know it? Mm-hmm. Or should I not do it because I know it? <laughs> yeah. It's almost more fun to see people grow and do different things than just like, Oh, I like Asley. She's nice, but I don't really care about the social media because I already do it myself. Or you know, yeah, and, and, yeah, kind of you lose people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the same for me in graphic design. It's like, well, well, okay, I'll just wait and see if she has a tip about mm-hmm. how to uh, upgrade, you know, um, Illustrator. Yeah, because, I mean, there are a lot of things about, like, your personality and all, and things that you do that I relate to, but I'm never going to be a graphic designer, and I'm always going to have someone else do that. (laughs) So. (laughs) Right. Yeah, no, that's fine. And, yeah, and for what you do, you don't want to do that yourself. You're going to outsource it anyways. Yeah. Um, So, like, you'd be like, oh, I like Cynthia, but her topic isn't anything I care about so yeah. I'm going to outsource it yeah. <laughs> um, so I know that your businesses are a little on the newer side what kind of ma- made you want to start them and take that leap from just working on a full t- full time job to then also having your own business um, yeah so I've been a, a you know how the people say a serial entrepreneur mm-hmm. uh, I've started other businesses in my earlier years, like I said, and um, of course they failed because either I just didn't put the, the effort into them or I just quit before, you know, they could really become something. Yeah. Um, so I always had this, this sense that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but, you know, you, you listen to that voice that says, yeah, but you need to work a job and you need to get the paycheck that's steady because mm-hmm. it's secure and you're going to have insurance and this and that and the yada yada, Yeah, which, you know, everybody hears that. But for me personally, I've always had that other voice inside to say, why don't you just do something on your own mm-hmm. and always hear it. And I kind of, you know, pushed it under the rug and like, shh, shh. <laughs> safe and secure I have to be like the status quo and mm-hmm. <laughs> so I I think my driving force after um I hit 40 and I had my son was to say you know what is this what path am I going to in my life and yeah. um I had postpartum depression right after I had my son mm-hmm. and I had it really bad where I thought my life was completely over um I love my baby with all my heart but I thought that there was nothing else after that because something mm. in my brain said you're a mom and now you're a mom that works so that's all you have to do that's all you can do Yeah. there's no other options for you because you have to provide for your child so I believe that to the point where I said well I don't what's the point then what, what a, why, why should I even go to work then I just stay home and take care of my baby. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I had to go back to work it, which just wasn't an option. Um, and part of the reason was because too, I needed to get out of the house and just kind of get my mind focused on some other things. So mm-hmm. I did that, but I still had that little voice inside that just says, hey, do something on your own, do something on your own. So mm-hmm. I said, okay, I'll, I'll figure it out later. So and then the, that time, like a few years later, I, I quit that job and um, jumped into the, the, the one I'm at now. Where, mm-hmm. you know, so, and then still, that little voice is still knocking. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> after the the romanticism of the fun part of the onboarding process of the job mm-hmm. gotten back into reality. I'm like, I should just really start something. So I, I started um, just looking at things. And then, you know, when we started to get to know each other too, and you're talking mm-hmm. about blogging and you're, you know, on social media and, and stuff like that. And I was like, man, that's cool I found somebody who likes likes the same stuff so I'm going to talk to her more mm-hmm. so yeah <laughs> I owe you back pay for all the times I talked to you <laughs> but um no worries <laughs> but yeah so I'm like ah I just need to really just do this and just stop messing around but this time really be serious about it and mm-hmm. just focus and don't put like a certain like timeline of when everything is supposed to happen because yeah. don't set myself up to fail. It's just set myself up to keep going. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, I asked the question. I <laughs> forgot what the question was. <laughs> Mom brain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, why did you start your, decide to take the leap to start your own business? Oh, gotcha, um, yeah. But one of the things I think that you mentioned that's important is that you don't it doesn't have to be like this huge jump. Like you don't have to suddenly quit your day job and like start your business and say, I got to start making money in two weeks or else I don't know what's going to happen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you can start it slowly and it doesn't have to be that scary because I mean, you could always pivot or stop doing it. Like, yeah, I think another interesting thing that you said that I hear a lot of people say, and I kind of said the same thing was, but with a, a regular nine to five job, you have the security and that steady paycheck and you don't want to leave it. But to me, the longer that I've been working on my business, it's kind of made me realize that I'm completely in control of my business and I, yeah. I can continuously make money from that. A lot of, I create courses on social media. So those are, I don't even have to continue working on them to keep making money from them. But in reality at a job, like they could let you go at any time or the company could go under at any time. And then you really don't have that security. Whereas if while you're there, you were working on something that to me, that's actually more so building that security that people are looking for. I'm about to tell you my biggest biz secret. The majority of the moolah I make in my biz is from my online courses. Imagine if you created a course in your expertise and you could help people without having to continue trading time for money. There's a platform that will give you everything you need to make that dream a reality. It's what I use to host all my courses on asleymasler.com. It's Kajabi. It's an all-in-one platform that you can host your website, courses, and email marketing. You can do all your sales through Kajabi, so no need to Frankenstein a website together anymore. 
You'll no longer have to pay someone every time you want to change something on your website. Kajabi's a game changer. With Kajabi, you can easily log in and drag and drop your changes to create a beautiful website and platform for your biz and online courses. Click the Kajabi link in the show notes and you'll get two weeks free. Now back to the show. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And, you know, I, I've seen it time and time again, and I've been in it, and you've been in it. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, you think it's secure, and bam, it's not. Yeah. Uh, but we've been told that, and we've been spoon-fed, like, oh, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. great, you got this job, and blah, blah, blah. Um, people even ask you, like, oh, you know, you get introduced, what do you do? And, yeah. You know, <laughs> what do you work for? And it's like, well, that's that's not who I am. Yeah. That's just what I do. So <laughs> that's mm-hmm. the thing. I think like taking, like you said, taking that leap doesn't have to mean like I quit cold turkey and like, here I am and I'm going to, yeah, yeah it, it doesn't, it's better just to take time. And like you said, pivot. And that's, mm-hmm. that's really important. Um, especially if you, if you don't like your job and you're having issues with it, don't, just quit it unless you have, you know, either savings or something that's going to support you or a family member or your husband or wife or whatever. It's yeah. Gonna you. Um, and you've talked to them about it. Right. Don't get crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you have to, I've even done this just for like job change. I would, I would call like agencies and say, mm-hmm. hey, you know, even though I'm working a full-time job, I am seeking to get out of full-time work and do freelance, mm-hmm. because this, that, and the other. You know, you, you can make up a story. They don't really care. They just want the bodies to fill into these places. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, if you, if you really have to get it out, but you don't want to just, you can't lose, you know, a paycheck, Mm-hmm. kind of thing you can always go to like a staffing agency or creative staffing or whatever it is you know to still be in that world of working mm-hmm. but then you can still get your mindset more on your business and then t- treat that freelance like it's your um investor your mm. you know your business financial business associate helping you get to where you want to be so yeah, that's, that that's um, kind of interesting that you mentioned that because my course on social media, one of the reasons that I wanted to make it was so that people that had some other passion could manage social media because it teaches you how to manage social media for companies um, so that they could do that instead of working a full-time job so then they would have more time freedom to focus on what they're actually wanting to do exactly Mm -hmm. Uh, people kind of forget you can be a consultant for companies Mm -hmm. and even the company you work at to say hey you know what i i i don't fit this role that you've given me but i'd like to instead of just continuing to be your employee how about we consult and then you can just provide projects for me and we can do it like that Mm -hmm. um there's just there's different ways we can go about it and that's that's the beauty of the age we live in because we have so much more opportunities than our our, our moms did and mm-hmm. um their moms so we've been given this like extra step to reach our potential 
versus when you know when they yeah. were growing up and saying like oh here's a doll this is what your future is you're going to be a mommy yeah. you know and or whatever it is or a homemaker mm-hmm. uh, and there's nothing wrong with that I mean people love it and that's great and they thrive on it um but you can also make that a business too I mean mm-hmm. blog about things about being a parent or you know being a mom how your situation feels so there, I mean there's so many things we can do now so that's why it, it would be a shame to waste an opportunity if you want to build a business or you want to start a new career mm-hmm. uh, whatever it is it would be a shame not to because you didn't try or you didn't listen to yourself so um. yeah and I think that like you mentioned with the mom blogger, I feel like anyone, even someone that doesn't necessarily want to leave their job, they could be just making extra money online. Like one of the things that I started with was the Amazon affiliates. Um, and anyone can sign up for that. And with that, because I would recommend to my friends certain hair products or something that I bought on Amazon. And then I realized, well, I could have just made like 20 cents by that recommendation. So why not? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you didn't really have to do, you know, any heavy lifting or anything. It's just, hey, you're going to talk about this product real quick. And, you know, I I love it. And you're, you know, it's affiliate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's so much opportunity, so many things we can do. That's why I'm like, you know what, it's, 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 do it now or don't do it ever and yeah. to stay at the nine to five, mm-hmm. which uh, that's not going to happen. So <laughs> 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 you and I will have to talk off the record, but, uh, <laughs> but okay. yeah, it's, um, there's so much potential for us out there and, mm-hmm. you know, even greater because we, you know, we live in the United States and, yeah. and there's a lot of people out there in other countries that, would love that opportunity and it, it, it's so much more harder because either it's a culture thing that mm-hmm. women aren't supposed to do this that or the other um they're not supposed to be seen or whatever or you know they have to rely on the husband and the husband yeah. has to do this or that so i i think it like i said it would be a shame for us to just let an opportunity go if that's the path that we want to take mm-hmm. uh, because you know life is short and I I believe in happiness and it comes in waves of course and there's always going to be challenges and trials and hard times and everything but I mean it's just grab life by the horns as they say and Mm -hmm. just enjoy it because you know before you know it blink of an eye we're not going to be here. Yeah. And then the generations to come, we do want to leave something for them, mm-hmm. leave a legacy. And that's what I want to do for my son. It's like, show him like there's other alternatives out there for you. Yeah. Besides just, you know, if you want to go to college, fine. Do you want to do be a business owner? Okay. Let's show you how to do that. Do you want to, you know, work at this particular type of industry? Okay, fine. Let's show you how to do that mm-hmm. instead of like, not brainwashing, but I, I'll say it anyway, just brainwashing them to just believe what you were taught. Yeah. Instead of letting them have their own minds and having their own decisions in their future to say, hey, there's more that I can do besides just this. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> So when you're um, starting 
your current businesses or even your previous ones. Did you have any fear around starting? Um, you know, not a fear. It was more of just kind of like, are you sure you're going to do it this time? Mm. <laughs> um, cause I, I, I've done it before and I've even, you know, went down to, this is when I living back in San Diego, I went down to the County clerk and filed my fictitious business name and, mm. you know, went through all the processes and all the tax stuff. And, um, I've done it before and I, I, I kind of realized this, the basics of it, but now it's more like, it's a, it's a different mindset to, I want to transition out of the nine to five mm-hmm. to be my own, uh, business owner and earn my own income and control my own company yeah so it's a little scarier but like I said I'm I'm going to take a leap pivot kind of thing Mm -hmm. so I'm not freaking out that I'm needing money or whatever (laughs) (laughs) because I've done that before and that's why it didn't work because I built it out of trying to build it out of fear Mm. instead of letting it just flow and like I said, it's really important to not start something because, yeah, you don't like your job or whatever. Start it because you really want to do something for yourself mm-hmm. and to help people or whatever yeah. and value. Then that kind of just the flow works better than, like you said, you know, like, oh, man, I can't stand my job. Okay, I quit today. And I'm like, hey, I'm starting business. <laughs> What's it like, going to oh, be? Man, there's no money coming in. <laughs> I got to go back to work. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and I, I get it. it. It's tough because, you know, especially if you have that open mindset and like being an entrepreneur or, you know, going down that kind of path, you, you're so eager and you want to just, you know, get out there and do it. And you should mm-hmm. uh, just, I say just think about it and calculate your plan just plan like um I, I listened to Kathy Heller's podcast I don't know if you heard of her no but uh, she talks about um her blog is about don't keep your day job and that's her mm. podcast too and she just released this book and one of the the key things in the book that resonated with me was um she said build your runway mm-hmm. that way you see your path ahead of you and if you have to pivot on that path, you can, but at least you, you see where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be that point where you can take off. And I, I, I like that too, because it's like, follow your passion, of course, but just, you know, use the common sense and think about things before, because um, always have that plan B. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I know you're super creative. You're a designer so that makes sense but (laughs) um usually and I'm the same way creative people have a lot of ideas yeah so how do you pick what you're gonna work on oh yeah that's a that's one of my hardest things Mm because you know creatives our hamster wheel in our head is going a mile a minute 24 7 and it's, it's like non-stop I think what I find works best with me because I do want to do so many things I write it down kind of either in a journal or I'll write it on my um my my board on the my wall Mm -hmm. 
and just kind of like, okay, get the idea out of my head, write it, and then I want to do this. Oh, this is cool. I want to do this, this, and this. And then just say, okay, what do I have time for to do in this quadrant? So I'll chunk it up in pieces. So what resonates with me more, Mm. this thing or that thing? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll put that thing in the yes I want to do it and then I'll push the other thing and I'll I'll think about it later I'll get to it but at least I see it there yeah and then if it's something like "Mm, you know I don't want to do that after all I'll erase it (laughs) 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 because it's just it was just a thought and Mm. my brain had to get it out it just wanted me to write what it was thinking to Mm -hmm. just get it on a piece of paper so it could kind of like let go Um, I, I think it is hard to focus focusing is is a tough thing for creatives and then you know throw a four-year-old kid in it and mm-hmm. mother-in-law and hubby and <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of like i gotta get out of here i got a brain dump yeah <laughs> but having the multi-passion just kind of like what in your blog post uh, mm-hmm. the last the freaking one i just read um, I'll link it am, in the show notes. Yeah, I'm definitely a multi-passion person, mm-hmm. and and I think it's just because I want to try so many things, and I, I do get kind of blinded by this the next object that comes in, and it's like, ooh, I want to try that. Ooh, ooh, ooh that way. <laughs> and it's like, wait, hold on, hold on, put on your uh, side blinders, like you know the horses wear. Yeah. <laughs> just stick in the front here, dear. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it's a challenge, but I think that people like us are just, you know, we have so many wonderful ideas that we want to do and mm-hmm. try. And, you know, of course, life is only 24 hours in the day and eight plus you have to sleep in it. <laughs> and um, so the rest of it's more of like, okay, how are we going to manage that time and what do we want to do so i think just don't disregard those thoughts definitely Mm -hmm. write them down and journal it and then revisit the ones that you're you're kind of like okay i can put that off on the site later and just focus in on the things that you like to do now like right now i'm doing those you know you know those mason jars i'm Mm -hmm. on my etsy site and uh I started off with doing the um, display cases with the little um, flowers and things in these little bases, mm-hmm. and it was fun. But for some reason, the jars kind of stuck with me. So now I, I'm I'm liking the jars, and I'm going to cultivate that into something. And then eventually, I know the, the next thing will pop up. But at mm-hmm. least I have it kind of listed in you know what I want to do. Um, also, I. Oh, I wanted to also mention, like, um, I forgot, I just came back today from getting sworn in as a, a notary. The oh. Remember I told you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah I, um, I finished the notary agent course um, for the, the mortgage loans, and mm-hmm. then um, I just finished the um, notary course you have to take by the state. And um, I just went down with hubby today to the court to file my um, bond because you have to file a protection bond. Mm -hmm. And then um, I had to raise my right hand. (laughs) Do you solemnly swear to protect the truth and this and that? And I I said, yes. (laughs) 
I didn't repeat everything she was saying, but I've been working on that for well over about eight months now. Mm-hmm. And I just did a little bit by little bit because I'm still, you know, in the creativity journey and that's my baby. Yeah. But the reason why I did want to do this, number one, partly because it's not creative, it's not a creative path. Mm. It's almost like I needed my brain to just wake up and say, do something else. This will build you to have a steady income because as a notary signing agent, you can start working immediately once you, you know, you've learned the process and learn, you know, the documents that Mm -hmm. you're going to go to these people's um, homes to sign. So kind of shake things up a bit and then, um, I did that and then um it was it was kind of cool I finally uh got my uh what do you call it my certificate hmm. so <laughs> awesome so it's exciting so that like I said it's a multi-passion thing um I'm I'm just going pivoting left and right but I'm still focused on what yeah. I'm doing it's just planning out what I'm doing mm-hmm. yeah it all leads in on that runway I'm all in the same airplane or umbrella or whatever Mm -hmm. I'm just going to take off in a different direction so I'm like okay 95 bye (laughs) (laughs) that's interesting you mentioned that because one of the first people I ever met that I kind of felt like was on my same level it was actually a guy I dated Um, and he didn't have a regular 9 to 5 job but he was like fine like he owned a house and like financially he was stable um but something that kind of I never thought about before when I met him was that he didn't make his money from one way he was a poker player but then he would also do some acting gigs he would also work at um different events like his model so yeah that's kind of similar to what you're mentioning that I always thought like, okay, well, my business, my side business has to be making the same amount of money that I'm making at my job. But in reality, like, like you can be creative and create different ways to make money. It doesn't have to be thinking that it has to all come from one place. It's kind of the same mindset as thinking you need a nine to five job. Exactly. And that's basically what the creativity journey is about. You said it in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. It, it It's not just a creative path, like a visual creative artsy person. Mm. It's about creating your journey, whatever that looks like to you. So if you are a creative type and you're, you're pivoting this way because you know this is going to help you build what you want to build, mm-hmm. um, that's a creative journey. A creative journey could be somebody, I want to be a lawyer, but I've been working as a, you know, a real estate agent yeah. or whatever for this amount of years. I want to do something different. Create your journey. Mm-hmm. The point is just to go out there and do it however that works for you. And that's why I said it, a creative lifestyle is you building your future. Mm-hmm that's creative to me yeah so yeah it definitely so like that guy I can relate to that because Mm -hmm. you know we 
we don't want to box ourselves in because that is like a nine to five. You're boxing yourself into one thing. You might do many things, but you're still in this one place. Whereas Mm -hmm. if you open up that whole world out there and say, okay, well, I want to try this. I want to do this. Um, Okay. That didn't work out. Let me turn left and go this way. Mm -hmm. Okay. I like the way that feels. Yeah. Um, You get that and this. So absolutely. I, 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 in a nutshell, build your creative dream however you see fit and wherever that that um end landing or destination point that you want to get to Mm -hmm. uh, just start from somewhere and build it yeah I think those are all great tips and advice is there anything else that you were dying to tell everyone that you didn't get to (laughs) oh um just believe in yourself and just you know take the time like I said for self-care but just Mm -hmm. more than anything believe in yourself and just start Um, a lot of people you know have the analysis paralysis you know read books whatever it takes listen to podcasts like this one um, just really inspiring things Mm -hmm. uh, and get started yeah yeah I love that I always say start messy if it's not messy you started too late (laughs) exactly (laughs) so I'm like a I'm a little bit messy hot mess but I I got I got a little broom as I go along (laughs) yeah go back and clean it up just leave it messy forever (laughs) so thank you so much for joining us on the show how can everyone get in contact with you find you buy your stuff yes thank you um so you can find my my blog my website at thecreativityjourney.com mm. and you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook same name thecreativityjourney.com and please reach out to me I, I really want to um, talk to people and just find out where they're coming from and if I can help in any way possible I am here for you awesome so the last question that I ask every guest what does being pretty AF mean to you oh uh, yes <laughs> pretty AF means to me is being your authentic self, being true to yourself, believing in yourself. Mm-hmm. And that beauty really shines through when you're genuine and you really, you know, care about yourself and you care about people and you care about the things that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. I think that's what pretty AF means to me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. This is great. I'll thank put everything and the show notes so people can check you out. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much, Asley. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I feel super lit up after listening to this episode. It's actually inspired me to do next week's episode on all of my current streams of income. I'm going to give you specifics on all the different ways that I make money online. It has allowed me to go full-time in my business. So be sure to check out next week's episode so you can get all the deets. I hope you have a magical week. Thank you for taking this time for yourself to get one step closer to a life you love. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to me. If you left me a review on iTunes or whatever you're listening on, tell me what you want to hear more of or your favorite parts of the episode. Until next time, I'm Asley Maslow. Lots of love. And don't forget, you're pretty AF.